I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Defense was much better for a long time, but we just lost our offensive flow. you got to score points to win, and I think we did a really good job defensively for a long time, and we just couldn't score and uh, that's just something we've got to do better I've got to be better getting them moving better the offense has got to be better you know we played two different teams Notre Dame is an offensive team that lets you shoot now we're playing a team that guards you just like we will Saturday and you've got to move better and when you get to the basket I think we got there a lot we just didn't finish and you know we have to finish better so Tonight was really more about our offense than anything else. They're a good passing team. They got all small guys. You know, people are going to move the ball. We had, we did a good job, and then we had a couple breakdowns. We got made it. You know, once Quincy didn't come up a couple times on the wing shooter, got late, fouled him. You know, you know, we just aren't consistent with what we're doing. We did a good job quite a bit, but then we didn't. That's how you lose these games. It's a tough league. People are good, and you got to. You know, we've had two opportunities to win games, and we couldn't get it done. Marek, you know, they got physical with him, and he couldn't get in. He couldn't finish. Um, you know, you, it's a physical team, and it's, we're going to see that Saturday. And you know, those are teams that are physical. You got to be able to handle that. And we're we just didn't handle it well, and we haven't handled it very well. We're late getting to the shooters. We've been late most of this year, and some of it's inexperience. Most of those are forward plays. I don't know where they get this dynamic of how many points scored against so many people, but most of the threes in the Notre Dame game were coming against our forwards because our forwards aren't coming up, and they've got to get up there. They're doing everything they can to win. They want to win. I think tonight we got a little bit... Went a little bit too much with the ball, but you have to against a pressure team. Um, we're not really good at that. You know, that's not something we're really good at. Um, and uh, that that showed tonight. But they're trying. They're doing things they have to do. Um, we've just got to get better. We're not right now. We're not. We're just not good enough. And we we got to work harder. I got to do a better job, and we all got to do a better job. We'll see you. See you Saturday. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The Universal for the handles is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice 
Um, welcome. Happy Wednesday. Uh, hump day. Hump day what? Rate, review, and subscribe. Whatever platform you listen on, we appreciate that. It helps us out big time. Appreciate everybody who already has. So, well, uh, the Orange, well, they went cold in the second half. With the Hokies, yeah, uh, the Hokies went on a twenty-one to four run there, um, and uh, you could see it just um, falling apart. Uh, another disappointing loss in front of a home crowd, sixty-seven to sixty-three, and um, you know we're gonna have to suck it up. Uh, Syracuse is gonna have to travel to UVA this Saturday at four. That game will be on ESPN, and. Um, you know, we'll go over all that stuff. I did see Orange is currently sitting at a six seed in the NIT tournament. <laughs> so, anyway, after the loss, uh, did you see that? Mm. The uh, after the loss, Syracuse sits at eight and seven, at one and three in the ACC. And doesn't it figure, Joe, in a down year? You know, for what I perceive to be a down year in the ACC, I don't think it's as strong as it's been the past few years. Uh, with yeah. a pretty decent schedule. Um, it doesn't look like Syracuse is. They have not so far been able to capitalize on 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 that. So um, no. Uh, it look <laughs> we're are, we are feeling the pain with you. Um, yes. It is not easy to throw this stuff. Me, the angry one. Joe, the rational one. <laughs> I only become. I only become. I only become rational after you got to give me a while. You got to give me a little. Bit. <laughs> Like someone should probably take my shut down my Twitter the Twitter account mm. after games. Like it makes this sense. Too. Yeah, I just I'm, I mean I'll I get emotional, later, dude. But it makes sense. I get emotional and and sometimes I fly off the handle. You know, um, you, you know we'll talk about we'll talk about it all. We'll talk about it all uh, yeah. here coming up. But of course, as always, we want to talk about my bookie. Look, if you have bet online before and you know what you don't say his to, name. No, don't say his name. You can't do that. You can't do that. You come and break your legs. <laughs> uh, if you have bet online before, um, you know what you're getting into. I would urge you to go over to my bookie if you're not sure what it's about. Well, there's a couple things you can do. Research it, see if it's right for you. Also, my bookie, they have um, patient customer service department. They can you can call them. They can walk you through the pot process. And um, right now, if you join my bookie. They will double your deposit. Just log on to mybookie.ag today. Make your first deposit using the promo code CHAIR, and they will match you dollar for dollar to jumpstart the bankroll up to $1,000. And Joe tells me the Bachelor's starting back up, so those bets are on. Those bets are on. That's what makes Joe excited. You know, yeah, I didn't say that. I, 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 um, I'm more of a football better. I like the parlays, but, you know, there's always something going on. You find anything, anything under the sun at MyBookie. Hey, teach his own. Exactly. Exactly. Go to MyBookie.ag. Make your first deposit. Using the promo code um, CHAIR in MyBookie will match you dollar for dollar. Get the double, double, uh, double deposit to jumpstart the bankroll um, at MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Thanks, MyBookie. So... Um, oh, that ended perfectly. Listen to that. So, well, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Look, <clears throat> a rough game. Okay, let's do the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, you know, it's become clear to me, Joe, that Syracuse, Syracuse's Achilles' heel is Syracuse. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's, <laughs> it, it. Is it the aggressive man-to-man defense, or is it a powerful big man down low that the Orange struggle with? Yeah. Yes. 
The, yes. a- the answer yes. is yes. Yes. Uh, the Hokies went from uh, went uh, five for eighteen from three uh, to finish the half, and Syracuse went into the locker room with the lead, thirty-three to twenty-seven. It appeared, you know, at that point, you felt good. You knew it was it could get you know close, but you felt like the Orange had it in hand. And um, it was a uh, Gary A. tip slam from a from a Buddy Beheim miss. It was just under fourteen minutes left in the game, and that would be the last highlight for the Orange, pretty much. After that, um, it went uh, it went downhill. So the good, I would say, you know, I don't want to I, I don't want to keep using this as my good, but you got I got to pull something. And the trajectory of Gary A. is something that's been the silver lining for the past couple games, um, especially the past two. But it's been, you know, we've been watching it slowly. Uh, the point, the the thing I want to see is the consistency. He was one rebound shy of a double double with nine rebounds and twelve points, and he was the only player coming off the bench yesterday. So he did. I thought he did great. Now we want to talk about well, he should have much smaller matchups. Okay, that's fine. Fair enough. The bad, um, and there all there's always that guy. We talked about that guy uh, in the preview to Georgia Tech. If Nolly uh, maybe went cold, he's a four-time ACC Player of the Week. He struggled a bit last night. Enter Jalen Cohn, mm. a game-high 19 points, five for seven from the field. All of those from three, uh, hit 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 them all. Um, well, he hit five for seven, but he hit all his foul shots, four for four. And that brings me to the ugly. Enter Jalen Cohn. Fouled <laughs> not once, but twice while shooting the ball. Uh, from three, nonetheless. Sunk them both and then sunk the both of the end ones. Um, and it's not the points. It's the momentum. It's the excitement. The bench got fired up. The whole, you know, you know, the, the fans that were there to watch Virginia Tech were fired up, and you just felt it being sucked away. And not only that, awful stupid fouls um, getting tacked on to you, too. One yeah. by Gary A. and one by Mark, who eventually fouled out with a blocking call the crowd did not like, but, I mean... It was. It was a block, yeah, unfortunately. Bad. No one wanted that to be a block, especially me. I, I was the last one that wanted to have to admit that that was a block after I almost threw my phone through my TV. Uh, I didn't so. want to admit it in live... <laughs> I didn't you know, want when to it admit was live, it either, right? right? But then yeah. as soon as they showed the replay, you're like, yeah, he yeah. was still moving. Yeah. So the shoulder uh, gets yeah. me though. When you dip your shoulder, I, I don't. I get it. I get it. But it's like a judgment. But you got to be there. there, right? I know. Right. So, yeah. hey, how come I don't get to do my good and bad and ugly? How you come can? it's just always you? Oh, all? dude, have at I it, mean, brother. Have well, at it. if I had to, just off the cuff, because okay. I just, you know, was thinking, like, what the hell? Okay. How come you get the good, the bad, the ugly, and I just get to sit here and listen? Because right? I'm the so, host, and I think of all these cool things to do, and you don't. Okay, well, I, I get it. So, <laughs> all right. My good would be the fact that we actually, for, what, a whole half and another five, six, seven minutes, was, we actually proved that we could play pretty good defense, right? Yeah, the defense um, was good. I mean, the yeah. defense was good, and uh, Beheim talked about that. So to be able to see them um, actually prove that they could do that to a shooting team, uh, albeit not the whole game, but for a while there, it looked like you said it was it was in hand. Um, the bad to me would be the fact that we cannot consistently close out on three-point shooters. So, again, it has a little bit to do with the defense, right? But at some point, we have these breakdowns, and especially like Beheim talked about in his press conference, the the fours being able to get out there and do that. Um, That, to me, and especially getting out there and following them, 
I mean, what did we do? We, we, I, I feel like we followed like four three-point shots, and I feel like three of them went in. Unfortunately, the Gary A one um, on Cone, he was turned around looking at the shot, walking back as if he knew it was going in, and he just stepped all over him, basically is what happened. Or he didn't let him right. land. He didn't let him land is what it was. Yeah. Marks well, Mar- was Marks out of control. That was, yeah, just, yeah. Well, <laughs> that pretty much <laughs> explains Mark in a nutshell, right? So, yeah, totally. And, and the ugly. <laughs> uh oh, what's your ugly? Uh, the rebounding. Are you kidding me? Yeah, only one. We only, we only rebounded by one. Yeah. I mean, well, I sat there in the second half and I watched the guy that we talked about, right? That 6 2 guy give these forwards hell at 6 2. Getting rebounds left and right. I mean, how do we not be able to get offensive rebounds against these guys? Uh, we talked about what our big men needed to do, and they didn't do enough of it. So that would be my good and bad and ugly. Well, those are all good. I mean, those very good. And if it was called the great, the good, and the bad, we'd do two. <laughs> I'm not trying to <laughs> might be, be a little bit different, right? But <laughs> yeah, now in wins, we could find bad to do with other things. But yeah, I mean, all of that, Joe, all of it. And I mean, you would think that this team, it's like, okay, all right, look, we we got out shot. It was it was it was it was just, you know, against Notre Dame, it was just the, the one the team with the most three pointers is going to win that game. You know, we tied up, but we all we only lost by one. So right. you you go from that into a team that is pretty decent at shooting, smaller, and you and you still we just find ways to struggle. And it's just so frustrating. I I was saying that even before this tech game was played, I think, and we'll talk about it, but I think we can go, and I don't make bold predictions, and I don't even know if this is bold, but I think we can go into UVA in, in, in Charlottesville and beat the Cavaliers. I think we can, especially the second time around. That is a team that has not improved like all that much. We, right. we definitely have. Their offense has not improved that much. It's their defense, and we've already seen it once. I feel like we should be able to, but I felt like I honestly felt like I never lead the, I never lead on like this during the show because I find it to be bad luck. But I felt like we were gonna win that game, just doing my no. research on them and and looking in looking at them, and I've watched a couple Virginia Tech games, one Virginia Tech game, and so I thought we could win that game. I didn't think I it was think- gonna be that difficult. Right, and I think that it came down to going back to the podcast, the previous podcast, uh, talking about when we talked about the preview, and I said I explained why this game scared me, and it was because we were going to need to rely on our big men to be able to take advantage of their mismatches and actually get us more points than they normally do. Yeah, and they didn't do it. But you saw them; they did okay in the first half. They and did was, okay. Mark was driving, Mar- there, and he just wasn't finishing. Uh-huh. From the I mean, Sidibe, you saw him. He tried to drive, and he was out real quick. He came in, came right back out. Mark, he fouled out. We talked about how he can't do that. So, uh, I mean, Mark fouled out, what, seven minutes left? Yeah, nine fouls so, between the two of them, by the way. Right. Sounds about right. So, again, I just thought that that's really what it came down to. When you look at it, I mean, I think we shot a similar percentage from the field. Uh they had four more points on free throws, and again, 
just those little things. We should have been able to out rebound them more. Mark should have oh, been able to have more been. than what he had. Sidibe should have had more than what he had. Uh, Gary, I thought I thought, I thought he played well, but I thought he was going to do a little bit better. I thought that this was the game that we needed them to do that, and you saw us go through a little bit of an offensive. No, I don't want to say Slump. spurt because it was a lack thereof, but it was just all one-on-one. Six yeah. assists, it looked yeah. like last year all over again. Yeah. And you got to give credit to Virginia Tech, uh, Coach Mike Young. Uh, they were out there playing hard. They were playing very, very aggressive defense. And, you know, um, you can argue that there were some people that I thought got fouled a couple different times. That, there was a few. You know, but um, either way, with the way that that game was going um, – we just let it turn, let it slip, and we just couldn't get back to it. And again, it, the most annoying thing is it was just like the Notre Dame game, right? Down two, and we put a 50% or less free throw shooter on the line, haven't shot a free throw all night, yeah, goes, and they make both. <laughs> and they make both to go up four. And the only difference was that we didn't hit the three at the end to make it a one-point game. That's really what it comes down to, so... Um, definitely frustrating and I can understand everyone's frustration. Can't wait to hear the fan feedback on this one, but, um, yeah, I I think, I think that to guarantee us to be able to, you know, even if something like last night happened where they go on a little spurt, like I thought they were going to, because at some point you're looking at what would they have five for 25 at some point you're like, okay, at some point they're going to hit a couple and we just need to keep it up. But it turned into one-on-one ball and us just missing shots because we're a jump shooting team and our big men did not really help us as much as we needed them to. No, I mean, and they hit, they hit, um, five threes in each half, but it wasn't even so much that as it was. I mean, Joe Girard fouled on a three. I've never seen these many fouls on three point shooters that I could think of in a season from the same team, you know, and Joe knew right away. Like that was a bad, that was bad. That was dumb. And he went, and he, and he, and he rightfully went over and got yelled at. (laughs) <laughs> what to do but right. um you know i'm just frustrated at, you know the finishing at the rim that was the game i think mm. dolajai mm. got dolajai got in there a number of times especially early just kind of set the pace for that i mean you know th- those were the that was the that was the one hole that was the one thing we needed to take advantage of yeah i mean he had a worse line against a shorter smaller yes. virginia tech than he did I mean, just getting the ball ripped from him, right? I mean, he just, he was the guy. If he puts up just, you know, if he puts up the the stat line that he did against Notre Dame, who are bigger physical guys. We win that game. Right. But obviously, uh, it looks to me like he's works a little bit better going against maybe the slower, bigger physical guys because he can use his speed and athleticism and his guard-like skills to be able to do some things. But... It felt like maybe him. I think what not Nolly was playing him, right? So yeah, it was it was tough for him because he was out athletic yep, a lot. He was out athletic. He was out. Uh, it's not even. He was it's out not even, physical. He was out athletic as well. It's not a. It's not a great way to say it, <laughs> but that's how it came out, right? That's a Bayheimism. That's a Bayheimism. Deal with uh, it. Um, so anyway, you got Joe Girard too. Let's not forget. It, it, you know the defense played good. The defense I thought played okay. In the second half, it was... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's the offense that really just fell apart. Right. And, and Joe Girard scored two points, I think, in the second half. And it's like... Yeah, Girard and Buddy were both off in the second bad. half. They yeah. just looked at... They looked for Elijah Hughes to just take over. and It was like Ty's battle all over again, like The you said. weight of the world is on that guy's shoulders, and um, I feel bad for him a little bit. And, again, just only going six deep, and you see the people that... They're the players that Virginia Tech, and they were just... 
throwing the mountain waves and just aggressive defense after aggressive. It's just, it was very, very tough. Um, and again, that's sometimes what's going to happen when you're a jump shooting team. And like you said, you can't expect the other team to miss all day. So if we would have just consistently kept the offense the way it was going, even though we were shooting average, like then, like you said, we would have scored enough points to still won the game. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I was just, um, I was really taken aback by how they just fell apart. So, all right, let's see what the fans had to say. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right, y'all know what to do. Obviously, you were there last night. I know it was brutal. I did my best to try to pick a little bit here, a little bit there that that could have been um, a little mix of, of thoughts and try not to repeat it. So, I appreciate everybody that that goes there too. By the way, uh, I will at the end of every game prompt you to by saying by asking for your thoughts on the game. Go there, leave a comment. I read them all. I do read them all, and um, just so you know, uh, Alex, <laughs> Alex, not a top fan on Facebook, but I'm going to read his comment anyway. I'm a little disappointed too, Alex. By the way, and that, <laughs> so I'm just saying. So I'm just saying. Step your game up, bro. <laughs> yeah. I think exactly what you two said that could happen did happen. Cone puts up. We didn't say Cone, but we knew we thought there could be that guy. Somebody. Yeah. Right. Uh, Cone puts up career high in and, and um, the rebounding was damn near even. Uh, by the way, we out rebounded by one, which we should out rebounded by 10. Also, doesn't help to have six assists to go there. Uh, to go to their 20, got outplayed tonight. It's that simple. Yeah, it was just this team doesn't get enough movement, and they get it. I honestly thought, Joe, that they looked nervous. When they when they when when Virginia Tech closed the gap, it was 12 points. It went quickly from 12 to 6, right? Back-to-back threes, right? Yeah. And then when you when that happened, I was like, oh, boy. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, They're four point apart. play after four. I think Jalen Cohen scored majority, almost all his points in the second half too. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken. Um, um I yeah. think he had three in the first half. If I'm, I think because I think he had he had 19. And I thought he scored 16 in the second, but either way, most of them, the overwhelming majority were in the second. Yeah, half. but we get used to that, right? Is that no name that comes yeah, off the bench from absolutely. the other team? That's why we almost yeah. usually call one every single time. Right? right. Who's gonna Who's the guy going to be this week? Because right. usually you, you can't really be out on every single one of them. But um, again, we know what the difference was. It was that we we needed more points down low. We need more points down low. We need to get to the free throw line a little bit more. Whether that was our fault or the ref's fault is is debatable and really doesn't matter at this point. So. It doesn't, but even if you get to the free throw line, Joe, and you know, let's. No, there was a couple times point, Joe Girard. I thought got fouled. I thought so. Hole. I uh, thought so just, too. But he's the one we want on the line, obviously, which would be great. But sixty-four point seven percent is what we got last night. Eleven for seventeen. Well, we've seen that. Like we've talked about Joe Girard having to what take advantage. He can't just shoot outside jumpers. He has to take advantage he's, of these he, of these very aggressive guards, right? The yeah. things that we've been talking about, and yeah. looked like he was finally trying to do that last night, and he just wasn't getting the calls. I mean, he gets those calls, you can probably add another three to six points easy. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a four point game, and we missed six of our free and, throws. And so Buddy got fouled on a three pointer. He did. He did. He definitely did. And right in front of coach. Yeah, I mean it was it was not great officiating, but aren't we used to that too, folks? 
<laughs> Isn't that kind of par for the course? Yeah. You gotta, well, that's, you got to overcome thing, those right? things, though, too. Right. You got to be good enough to overcome those things at some point. It's right. You know, you can't always blame it on them, right? Because you know that you're getting, you're not getting the same. Almost, it's just like a judge in in the courtroom. You're not getting the same judge every single time. So there's going to be different calls, and you just have to kind of change the way that you play toward it. You know, yeah. um, if Joe's not getting a call for some reason, talk to the, talk to the ref, see what see what he's doing wrong, see why it wasn't a foul, and and you maybe change something. You know. So again, that just comes with experience. That's it. Uh, Torian on Facebook, not a top fan, but I've never seen Torian on Facebook. I believe I've seen him on, on Twitter, though. He says, yikes, Notre Dame and Virginia Tech simply out-executed us on offense down the stretch. And defensively, the zone is great to have in your repertoire, but as your only defense against Division One coaching schemes and shooters, good luck. I think talent-wise, we were about par with Notre Dame, but we were clearly more talented than Virginia Tech. They made some nice adjustments to shift the tide in the second half. Well said, Torian. I mean, yeah. really. And you nailed it. Because I think we were equally matched with Notre Dame. The shooting was... I mean, you looked at the stats from Notre Dame. It was like mirror mirror image almost, you know? And, right. and, and Virginia Tech, clearly, I think we are better than... than I think... I thought it was clear. I thought it was just not well put together. And I don't know what Joe coach has to do to get that right. You heard him twice during the press conference. If you listen to the whole thing, he put it on himself twice. I got to do a better job. They got to do better. I got to do better. So, right. But what is that? I, what does he have to do better? Because (sighs) he's still trying to figure it out though. Right. Cause sometimes you just said, look, Virginia tech had eight players that played 14 minutes or more. We had six players play. Yeah, yeah. Right. So again, we have to go back to the whole expectation. And, and as a Syracuse fan, I get it. I get the fact that when you look at the stats and you look at just overall and, you know, there's a lot of um, when you look at certain things overall and people do their little, I don't know, case studies about the top teams in the last however many decades or whatever. I mean, we usually line up there in the top 10 just based off wins and based off performances in the NCAA tournament. And, uh, you know, I think that it's one of those things where we kind of got to maybe rewind, rewind back to our previews, rewind back to us talking about this team in the offseason and what it was going to be like. The fact that it was going to be a different offense and we knew the defense, we knew what it was going to be, but it was going to be a brand new team, a young team, and that it was going to be exciting to watch this team get better and grow. And we were talking about the expectations and slowly as the season goes along and game after game, people start getting back to the same old orange expectations. And just because your expectations change doesn't mean that this team has changed, especially in the positive. And when you look at it back when we were even talking about that, we were expecting Jalen Carey to be our starting point guard. There was a lot of people that were expecting Robert Braswell to be able to come in and help Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of different things that have changed. We, I mean, we didn't even have expectations. We're talking about, well, oh, let's watch this team grow. Well, yeah. now Kerry's out. We got John Boljak out. Robert Braswell's got out. his shin splints. Right. Howard Washington doesn't know how his knee is every day to day. You know, uh, Gadine and, and Gary, I thought we, a lot of us thought that they were they were our top two recruits. Oh, well, Gary, they were going to be a little bit better. Right. Gary A. Gadine, was projected in the 26th round of the NBA draft preseason. Right, and I'm not gonna poo poo on his. I'm not gonna poo poo on his um, his game last night because I thought he came in. I thought he played good, but overall yeah. throughout the season, I thought that we probably expected more from him. 
So again, yep, um, our expectations are rising without the without actually seeing the results. I think we're and getting frustrated that we're not winning these conference games too. Well, of course. I and mean, these games, these are the type of games where these are the ones we got to win. Well, but the last two games, like we've said, the stats are close. The stats are everything. What is it? What is the little things here and there? And the experience and the depth and all those little things can change that. At home too, Joe. So the, the yeah. just for some perspective, uh, the uh, Virginia Tech, I think, is fifty. What are they? Fifty second. They're fifty second right now in the net rankings. So that was a quad two loss. Right. And, you know, we're going to start keeping track of this. Um, UVA is going to be an away game, and we'll go over that in a minute, but UVA away is a quad two win. So... um, Or loss. (laughs) Well, I'm saying... It's a quad two game. It's a quad two game. But But I'm saying... I'm saying you can... Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. ACC is down. You see Virginia State. I mean, they went and they beat Michigan State this year. So, and yeah. we saw them firsthand last night. When you play against those type of physical teams, if the other team's not on their game, then it's going to be a problem. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I don't know. You, you can't you, tell you, me. You, you can't. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought I'm blowing home we better, games, right? Right. But okay. you cannot tell me that that team didn't impress you last night, Virginia Tech. Their medal, the way that they played hard and tough, and their defense the I whole love, game. I love scrappy teams because. That's how. Look, I well, don't get me wrong. I love them, but I hate when we play them. Oh, absolutely! Those are the guys that you want to punch in the throat, right? <laughs> Especially <laughs> when you stop moving on offense. They're all up right. in your grill, right? right. Yeah, right. exactly. You're like, "Where's the foul? He's on him like a t-shirt. What the hell's going on here?" Well, the refs can't call so, the fouls the whole game, right? So that kind of sets a precedent, and then we're right. sitting back in the two-three zone. So those are the type of games where. Like when people talk about our defense, it's just like, you see these teams is why, why can't we do that? Right. Uh, the so. defense is still not great. Well, I mean, but they did better against them. See, it's two different styles of play. Right. But did they do better or did just Virginia Tech miss shots? I, I think, I think that it's, I don't think that our defense was better. I think that Virginia Tech is a different animal. They're just, they're just different. And I don't think we change much. I don't no. think we. I don't think Beheim adapts much to the teams he's playing. He just does what he's going to do. Right, but the adaption also has a little bit to do with who you have on the team. Yeah, I know. You can I you know. can pull him on the sideline. You can write up plays. You can tell him what to do all day long. Yeah, but you can't go out there and do a form, right? So exactly. At Coach Tarver one on Twitter, never should have self-reported to the NCAA. Should have played Fab and won the title in 2011 and 12. These kids play hard. Let's go orange. That's a take for you, Joe. Uh, well, <laughs> that <no>. is. <laughs> it's a loaded one, isn't it? Uh, God, I wish I had the energy to touch that. <laughs> At Les Mitchell 19 on Twitter. Uh, is, is, is what it is, young team with less talent than we're used to having. Recruiting had dipped. And that can't be argued. Program in rough shape, rough shape, and I don't think that's crazy to think or say. Joe, you want to touch that one? Yes, I do. I know you do. Because okay. I was talking to some coworkers today. Uh, like again, I'm gonna let you know when it comes to basketball, especially. I live in Raleigh and work in Durham, and I'm right in this triangle where I. 
basically have to work hand in hand with NC State fans, Duke fans, and North Carolina fans every single day. Same so, thing with me with UNC fans, Virginia Tech fans, and UVA fans. Yeah. So when something like last night happens, I have to go into work and explain myself, right? So, <laughs> yeah. and um, essentially where I've come from, I like that comment because I'm right there with it, and I'm just, I just hope that this is the bottom of basically those scholarship sanctions, the fact that we've lost Mike Hopkins in recruiting for a little while uh, mm. or a couple last couple of years, and I, I think that that is really what we're looking at right now. Um, I don't. <laughs> I never again, thought have, it would linger this long, Joe. But I think I think it's. But it's. But what's the linger so long? We made a tournament last year. We were in the final four a couple of years ago. So again, well, well because we, you know, so with Hopkins and with with Hopkins, we were able to get the recruits even without the scholarships to be able to actually still compete and make some runs. But what happened behind the scenes was we didn't get those three extra scholarships every single year. So we weren't allowed to add to to, to get depth. depth and actually <clears throat> build players. So normally we'd have more juniors, more seniors. Right. We don't even have a senior on the team. So um, real realistically, this is you, this is kind of the after effects of that. It does have a lot to do with Mike Hopkins, though, too. Let's not let's not get it twisted. Absolutely. We talked about it before. You know, Absolutely. we get Isaiah Stewart. This might be a different team, right? Oh, totally, so again, totally. a little bit of, a little bit of recruiting, a little bit of you know the coaching change inside of a of scholarship sanctions i think that there's reasons um not excuses and i just hope that this season is the bottom of where we're going to be well yes let's hope so i don't foresee it getting worse we have guys no, that we're building we now. have nine so we're sophomore building. and nine freshmen Ex- i don't see exactly, it getting worse that's exactly. why i'm that's why i'm yeah. saying i think there's reasons for what's going to it's just what it is. figures though back to my point that i opened <clears> the show with is that in a year where Syracuse has a great opportunity to capitalize on a mediocre schedule and uh, a, a conference that is a little bit weaker than it's been in the past, a conference that is the best conference in the country the past few yeah. years, and they're down a little bit this year, and we are also. They're down. We're down, down. Okay? It's just frustrating. Now, there's a lot of people that are down, down. Look at North Carolina. I mean, look at yeah, Virginia. They're talking based, about, they're talking look about at Virginia NIT. based upon how many yeah. games they've lost the last two years. So, realistically, when you look at it, it sucks because last year's team probably would be a top three, top four ACC team this year. I know it's disgusting. and that's kind of that's yeah. sometimes that's kind of how the cookie crumbles, right? Yeah, so it's, that's how it crumbles. But if you have to look at it in hindsight too, is that if that's the case, if this team in a normal ACC team. Or in a normal ACC year, wouldn't have a chance against eight or nine teams, ten teams maybe in this conference, right? So at least the silver lining is, if it's down, then that means that our team still has a chance. We come out, we shoot, then oh, we still yeah, have a chance absolutely. to win the game, right? Absolutely. So it, totally. Yeah. Them, so it gives a so it gives a normally less talented team that we have a chance to actually win ACC games. When imagine if the ACC was up. Like, oh, I know, we'd be getting creamed right now. But, but I like I said earlier in the year, I think before the year even started, when we did our like pre our post our preseason stuff, I said, you know, here's my expe- I, we're not setting expectations, but here's my thing. I think Syracuse is gonna win some big games. They're yeah. gonna they're going to shock someone somewhere. And they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get those. We're just going through this lull where we haven't seen anything yet. They haven't showed us anything 
worth getting real excited about yet. Right. I, at the end, and of that's the where day, the doubt and the excitement yes, and all yes, that yes, stuff yes, happens. Yes, yes. And I'm telling you, eight, eight and seven is ugly, and eight and seven is scary. Yeah, the worst start since like 1969 or something like that. It's like, oh my gosh, come on. Uh, at Lewis Marshall 24, when they play in motion offense, things go well. Uh, the key to this team and, uh, and next year's team, uh, wait, the key to this team this year and next is Mark. He obviously has a skill as we see a couple of times in games when he goes coast to coast. Uh, when the guards are overplayed, he needs the ball at the elbow and then score it. Simple. Well, unfortunately, I don't think it's that simple, but it sounds really good. So, right. so Mark was getting in there yesterday, man. He's just got to finish. And Sadibi, too. Like, it just... Well, it was, nah. Yeah, good luck on that. I know. I'm just... Look, I know. My, my thing is, just, it's all, all Mark needs is a change of mentality. That's it. That's it. What is that? What is that? That is the confidence and the knowing that, okay, hey, confidence. You, we know you that, are right. one of the guys right. that we need. Right. You're not just a role player anymore. You're a junior now, you're, okay? You're not you just don't just a, get right, to stroll right. in and play your whole career like you're a freshman and, oh, you don't have to rely on me. Like, no, we yeah. need you. Yeah. We've talked about it time since he's a freshman. Wasn't that big of a deal as a freshman. A little bit of a bigger deal last year. This year, huge deal. You cannot do – that goofball out of control. Just I'm gonna follow you. You know, like I'm gonna what he follow had one you last then, night when he just then, came in and just grabbed him, right? Like for no reason. Like who cares? Like what are you doing? Yeah, I know. And then you just you jump, you go backwards and just fling your leg into a guy. I know. I mean, sometimes or, you or just you need just to come look. off the top rope onto him. I mean, what the hell? Right. Come off the top. And, rope. and then even at the end with the block, like if you know you're not in position, just kind of go with it. See if you can't just make just just change the shot that's all that's it you don't got to make a great play it's about just not moving time. right it's a tendency it's the discipline to just not move because he shifted just make well if he didn't move then he wouldn't have been in his way my whole point is is don't stop there turn your body and try just to you know you know basket. he's driving yeah, to the okay. basket yeah. don't follow him yeah. but just try to just change his shot you don't need to block everything you don't need right. to try to get a charge every time you don't need to get the gusto every single time right. you're not going to get those calls the majority of the time anyway Right. So sometimes just making it just a little bit more difficult and saving those big plays for the right time. And you're not recreating can, can go the, a long way. You're not recreating the Zion charge. So Yeah. No. Not against the six <laughs> two guard. I mean, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> just deal with it. Um, right. So he's he's gotta change his mentality because he is I mean, him and Gary are obviously Gary is a freshman. Like you're a junior now, man. Like you need we need you. So you can't get these silly fouls. You can't. I mean, he fouled out. He still played 34 minutes, but six and six. Come on. Yeah, I know. Uh, at, one more. Let's do one more. Let's at, at Joe Catskill, our buddy on uh, Twitter. Uh, not a good showing for tonight. Felt the orange went a little backwards tonight. Not sure that running the orange offense through Dolzai was the greatest move either. <laughs> mm. We I'm needed sorry. it. We I talked know, about it. I know. That was how. I know. You got to be able to take advantage of those matchups. I mean, I think it's funny because yeah, we just talked about them and right. So right, right. But I'm la- I'm laughing because it wasn't successful and it was just it, so erratic. But he's not usually that nuts. He's usually uh, finishing some of those. He's usually no. He was playing against a very. He was getting being guarded by a very athletic six seven. 
you know, I mean, he's a guard, but yeah. six, seven Landers Nolly. Right. So, yeah, um, that was kind of a tough matchup for him. But then you got to look at the other thing. You got to look at the fact that, OK, so if that guy's guarding him, then who's guarding what? Six, ten Sidibe? Right. Oh, the right. six, Dish five, it. the six, yeah. five forward PJ Horn. Yeah. Dish it off. Well, not dish it off. We can't take advantage of it. That's the sad point. I mean, you got to look at some point. A team has limitations and that won't get fixed in the season because there's no free agency. There's no trading. Can't do that. You know, that's not in college. So that's a realistic thing to where when you look back and you see the CD, we can't even post up and score against a six, five guy. And we can't out rebound. I mean, we should out rebound them by at least 10 close, but still right. Either I mean, way, some, we should have been more happy. Than we one. should have been able to. We should have been able to take advantage of the second chance points, offensive rebounds, and all that stuff. And we had equal yeah. amount. So, right. again, you see that it that just it speaks volumes to the matchup. Realistically, um, he finishes with uh, took out our best scores of the took our best scores out of the game. Oh well. Next up, go orange. Yeah, next up, go orange. Look. Yep. I mean, and you know, you can be like, oh, let's stay positive and blah 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 blah. Dude, I understand it. I'm I'm not a negative person. I'm a pretty optimistic person, but I don't need to be told to stay positive. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like it's like it's like borderline panic button time. I mean, you know, it's just we've got to um, they they've got to pull some they've got to pull something off soon to gain some confidence. They're losing at home. They're going to go on the road. If they lose there, you know it's just you got a string of home games coming up too. So it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. So nope. anyway, uh, thanks to everybody uh, who participated in fan feedback. We appreciate it. All right. Syracuse will head south to take on the 11-3, and 3-1 in the ACC Cavaliers. UVA is coming off of a 60-53 loss against Boston College at Boston College. Um, something to keep your eyes on, maybe. Uh, it won't be nothing, I don't know, but I tried looking for it today. Braxton Key was out earlier in the season for some wrist surgery, and he left the game against BC as well, and I guess he tweaked it. Yeah, so it didn't look good. It, it, it <clears> did <throat> not look good. He was helped off the floor. He was holding his wrist, and I don't even think he went to the bench. I think he went to the locker room, if I'm not mistaken. No, he ran straight to the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the all-time series with UVA sits at 8-5 and five in favor of the Cavaliers. Uh, Beheim would earn his 1,000th career win over the number nine ranked Cavaliers, February 4th, 2017. We all remember that game. That was the comeback game. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, they're uh, led in scoring by 6'9", 224-pound forward, Mamadi Dikite. Mamadi Dikite. Uh, 12.9 points a game. He's averaging 6'8", 230-pound. We all know him. 6'8", 230-pound senior guard Braxton Key, who we just mentioned. Um, he has, he's been killing it, man. He's averaging, he's second in points with 10.8 and he also leads the team in rebounds with 7.4 and also in steals at 1.5 a game. So, uh, Virginia as a team shooting 40.7% from the field, 72.8 from the line and 27, a a measly 27.4 from distance. So Mm. they are who we thought they were. And also... Here's the thing. Um, 
their defense is probably the same. I would think I think their defense is about the same. I have not seen I think I mentioned this already. I have yeah. not I have not seen a ton of improvement in this team, especially on offense. Especially no. on offense. No, so. absolutely not. No, they've they've stayed the same. I think that we've actually gotten a little bit better on offense, a little bit better overall as a team. Obviously, we all remember the first matchup only scoring 34 points, but um, I don't think that Virginia I, – I remember doing this preview, and I remember talking about like Bolden Say, who was uh, a graduate senior who they were relying on, more so who was one of their better highly touted um, – freshman that was supposed to come in and help and it, it just hasn't really worked out for him braxton key's been hurt and he's a a senior that they were relying on as well so i mean they just went in and lost to boston college last night boston college was they were missing center nick popovich and their starting point guard and yeah. they still and they still pulled that off right so virginia they've lost two of their last four and um i mean looking at what they did to us we know what it is right Huff killed us, Diakiti killed us, and Kihi Clark had a, a, pr- a pretty good game. But more more or less, you know, it was our offense. And um, the only thing that I'm really worried about more than anything is the fact that they just lost. So they're going to be at right. home. They're not going to be happy. And um, we know that it's not going to be easy. But, again, this gives us a chance to go in there and actually – kind of make up for one of the last two losses and um obviously one game at a time I, I stay optimistic the last two games are both winnable and i think this one's going to be two um again they don't shoot very well from the three so they're going to rely on kiki clark making plays and getting it down to the big boys and uh hopefully you know we can make <laughs> a couple more points i mean the first first game we played against him joe gerard he only he only played 22 minutes Scored three points. I yeah. think he scored. He then he played forty minutes last night, right? So he's been playing. Um, he played. I think he played almost forty against uh, Notre Dame too. Right, and uh, I, I mean Elijah Hughes. He had fourteen, but he was four of fourteen shooting. Buddy Beheim only had seven points, and he was three of twelve shooting. So again, um, yeah, that was an overall just awful game for us. Uh, I think we all remember it, and I think we all wish we could forget, but. Um, I'm just really, really looking forward to hopefully them coming out and, and making it easier to forget that first game by getting that W on, on Saturday. Because, again, just like the last two, I think it's going to be a winnable game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a winnable game. And I thought, you know, I thought going into the game, the first game was was a chance we could win it. because. Well, that was a game of the unknowns, right? Well, a game of the unknowns, but but it, it looked good. If I remember right, at halftime, I think we were down like one or something like that. Oh, they had a twenty-five nineteen lead. Was it twenty-five nineteen? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it wasn't. That's not terrible. But anyway. No. Anyway, and in, in the final score wasn't terrible though. When you look, when you step back and look at it, it's just that we only scored thirty-four. They didn't score a ton either. It's like no, it was forty-eight to thirty-four. So exactly. And they've had pl- and they've had plenty of games like that this whole season where they haven't really put up that many points. So uh, I mean, this is just one of those things where we know what the issue is going to be. We know. It's how are our big guys going to go against Huff and Diakiti and whether think, or not some random dude's going to go off. Right. And right. how can we hold Kiki Clark? And, and to find out our random dude that may go off, you'll have to wait on that. We'll put out the scouting report and prediction uh, at com. That's something yeah. that's fun. I enjoy putting it together and uh, get Joe's prediction in there. 
and all that good stuff. So um, that'll all be in there. But yeah, there's there could always be that guy. I don't know if I foresee that with this team. I kind of foresee the, the same type of thing. I just think that we're going to have to deal with their defense a little better. I think that probably Virginia Tech was a good practice run, really. Another, yeah. another physical defense that plays aggressive, you know, and, you know, that's exactly how that's exactly how the Cavaliers play. So yeah. uh, the one thing that bothers me a little bit is being away. But as we've seen, it doesn't really matter. We're home. I don't, I'm not seeing a huge edge there and it has nothing to do. I'm not, I'm not fan shaming. I'm just talking, they haven't won the games. So, right. um, well, and then obviously they have their height versus that Virginia tech didn't have that height. Right. So, right. So there's not going to be that that match. I mean, first first matchup they out reminded us 47 to 28, and that's going to be that's going to be right there. I think our offense is better. I think that based off of like you said, Virginia Tech, they're going to go back to the tape film. They're going to get a practice, and they're going to go back and say, "Hey, you guys lost this game because you guys stopped moving. You stopped moving yeah, on offense." And you know, and, and 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 realistically, they only played six people, so maybe they got tired. Maybe they just. Yeah, I don't want to make excuses, but you know, at the end of the day, they stop moving for whatever the reason is. And when you play against defenses like that, you can't just stand there because you're just making it too easy for them to play offense or defense. So we need to be able to move. And I think that's basically going to be the main, main focus. Cause I don't think we're going to have to do anything special uh, on defense as far as getting out on shooters. Um, so it's more or less going to be, offense versus that defense and we've already seen it once and Joe Girard's going to play a little bit more and I think we have some guys that have came along a little bit better as far as definitely Gary Air for for the season but he's shooting better now than he was in the beginning of the year so um I think that we're going to have a better showing than we did the first game uh, it's just whether or not we can neutralize those big men enough and kind of lower and kind of squeeze that rebounding gap enough to be able to to beat them at home and I don't know if you ever listened to the to the players after the game, um, but you know, I think it was Joe that was saying, you know, he he just missed some assignments and he wasn't closing out right. He wasn't on his guy. So I mean, they're still learning the defense. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's just you know they're not usually a guy like him isn't expected to come in and play forty minutes. I know, I and mean, he's done a fantastic job. So so far. Right. So um and look, got a quick turnaround too for getting back to Virginia, by the way. Uh ten days we'll be playing Virginia I'm sorry, Virginia Tech. So yeah. t- ten days we'll be playing Virginia Tech again from today. So I mean, that's crazy. A week and a half would be all together, something like that. But any- mm-hmm. anyway, um I think that's interesting. That one intrigues me. I, I actually look forward to that matchup again. So because I feel like we let one slip through there last night. But uh, it is what it is. We're going to move on. You move on. And we'll see what we can do Saturday at 4 o'clock on ESPN against the Virginia Cavaliers. I want to thank MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag right now. Enter the promo code CHAIR when you uh, get, um, set up your account. Or enter the promo code CHAIR before you deposit. And they'll match, you depo- uh, match your deposit dollar for dollar. Up to a thousand bucks. I want to thank all of you for listening. Obviously, everybody who participated in fan feedback, and um, of course, I gotta thank James on guitar. So for Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fans' voice with Sean and Joe.